Yo, yo, yo. This is Virgo Vaughn on the Virgo Show. How do you do? How you feeling? How's life? How's the wind blowing? Is the weather okay for you? Those are daily things I think about. What do you think about on the daily? What eats in the back of your mind? What comes across your mind when it's quiet? When you gotta wash your clothes? A bill you didn't pay? Something you wanna eat? Just a combination of things you might think about. Today's subject, topic, can't even get it out of my mouth good. We're gonna talk about something that's in the back of your head. In the back of your mind, something that comes up when it's quiet. Maybe when you're drinking. Maybe when you're by yourself. Family. The gene pool you just happen to step out the water into. Family. It's a serious subject, family. Everybody's got one. Whether you claim them. Whether you care for them, whether you like them, love them, or even stand to be in the room with them, everybody's got one. If you even know them, know them or not, you got one. There's an identical you somewhere out there. There's a family member, someone in your gene pool that spit like you. That's what we're talking about today family when I talk about family I want to give certain instances of certain kind of families I've come across I want to start with the biggest for instance of a family La Familia my Spanish Dominican Puerto Rican those people my Latinos Whatever, my Spanish people, La Familia, they love each other. Honest to God, with their heart, love each other. Hugs, kisses, and would do everything and anything that they can to uplift or support each other. I've seen it in every exact instance of the word. That's why I decided to start with them. If you go to a Spanish person's house, they love people. They will feed you. It is an absolute insult not to eat from them. Why not? They're usually clean 90% of the time. La familia, they look out for their family members. I know a friend, he lived with his Spanish auntie. His titi, him and titi. She didn't charge him but a small rate, just a little share of the bills. That was it. And she wanted him to progress and do the most that he can for himself while he was under her roof. She would push him to fix his car up or buy a new car. She would push him to do things like that. And he couldn't figure it out. Now, on the other hand, I've seen the opposite happen. But we'll get back to the opposite last. Save the best for last. My Spanish people, the love that they had in their house, it amazed me. It excited me. I love to go there and visit his titi. She was beautiful. From the minute you opened the door, Hugs, kisses, and love. 
when you walked in the door, you felt the abundance of love that greeted you at the door and walked you back out on the way out with the basket or, or, or bowls or you leaving with something in your hand because that's the kind of love that you get in the Latino house, La Familia. Now the next set of people with the next set of family love that I've come to learn to love is my Haitians, Mazo. Them people love each other. And more than anything, I'm not even sure if they love each other because what I definitely do see is they stick together. That I am certain. Every Haitian I ever came across, each, each one that comes in the room together, they become another one. The more Haitians in the room, the less a chance you got because they stick together. To my understanding, and as history states, states <clears throat> they have always stuck together. That's how they was the first set of people to become free, because they fought and they stuck together. It's been their cultural makeup forever. They stick together. They all live, adults, live in the house together. They stick together. They all eat off the same pot, big pot. They all cook. They all chip in. They stick together. They all work good jobs, work good money, and they all live there <coughs> and pay what is a portion of bills and and in turn turns the house into a very profitable place and everybody's capable of saving enough money to buy their own house when they leave there. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. A house full of people where some might look on the outside and go, oh my God, it's like 10 of them in there. Where do they sleep? I know it's just a two bedroom or three bedroom or whatever the case may be that you may never understand. I may not either, but that's not the point. The point is they all decided they was going to stick together in the same house that one set of people might be turning their nose to wondering where all those adults sleep in. There's more money saved in the bank account among those 10 people than you could imagine. The same people that you're turning your nose to. Everybody's got a plan and they decided to stick together with this plan. And every so many years, somebody graduates the house and leaves and buys a new house. And to pay homage, he allows one person to come stay at his house to rotate the cycle. And they'll get a new person in the house. Crazy as it sounds, it sounds like an awesome situation. But others may frown upon it. As though my... My lovely last but not least set of people I'm going to include in this circle. No, I can't forget my island people. I'm going to, I'm just going to say Jamaicans. I've been around enough Jamaicans to make it a, a observation. I've grown among, been raised by what I've realized as an adult was my stepfather, which is so fortunate. Because the average stepfather would let you know in a heartbeat that you're not my child. But either way, I've grown under the Jamaican culture. So I've seen a little of this and a little of that. Those people are slightly different. I didn't want to just not include them. How could you go for the Spanish, the Haitian, and skip Jamaicans? No. Love my yardies all day. I got two kids both Jamaican fathers love my yardies all day but anywho 
their culture is, you know. They love their family. They stick together. They fight when the time is right. But in between, you know what I mean? <laughs> in between. But they definitely fight when the time is right. But in between. There's a lot of blank space in between with the Jamaican people. You kind of write your own ticket. It could be what you want it to be or it could just turn into whatever it turned into. And I'll still go. Life is what you make it. Ragamuffin love. Ain't nobody about to push you or carry you. Because ain't nobody push or carry them. That's how it is in the Jamaican culture. They will encourage you if you look like you got something going on, but if you ain't doing nothing, then they'll waste it, save their energy for somebody who look like they're interested. Now, back to what I was saying, my last but not least, my Americans, my, I want to say my American black, my African American people, because that's who we are. We are black people that woke up, was born here came here, dragged here, whatever the case may be. No matter which book you listen to, however the story started, however you believe it should have went, where the story started or whatever. Juneteenth is coming. Know your history. I'm still learning, but I'm interested. At least build an interest. But anyway, we African Americans here in America, black people, why are we so special? We needed a whole minute with that. Why are we so special? The the pain and the suffering that we have within our roots. Whenever people complain about, you know, oh black black people why y'all still talking about slavery? Because that's where the pain started. Y'all still talking about slavery? Because that's where the pain started. Oh my God, slavery was so many years ago. Because that's where the pain started. That's where the pain started. We was torn from our people. What we used to know. I wish I did know what we used to know. I'm still trying to find out what we used to know. But what I do know is what we was told is very questionable. And who said that was the real story? I remember growing up in school, I would always challenge the history book. Always challenge what the teacher was saying. Get in trouble. Get me sent to this principal office. My mother knew the principal very well. I was always challenging what I heard because it didn't sound like the truth didn't sound like anything that made sense it didn't sound like something that people would really do it didn't sound logical but as an adult I realized that it don't have to make sense it just has to add up it has to formulate on the timeline and logically form a trail it doesn't have to make sense making sense is something of you computing it in you you adding up the information and you computing and understanding and spitting it back out to a formulated answer. That's making sense. You don't have you might not have the capacity to understand something that makes sense. So don't worry about 
if it makes sense. The most important thing is, does it add up? And I always thought that, even as a child. <laughs> I got in lots of trouble in school, for my opinion. Opinionated child. I got slapped in the mouth many times, for my opinion. Opinionated child. But here I am, with my opinion. The black family. We lost, we lost touch as slaves. Everything was taken from us, but that's not what we want to talk about. That's a long story short. What was given to us was a new formula of thinking. We were, we were mentally trained, mentally trained to understand that what was in front of us that was terrifying, that was abusive, that was all kinds of negative adjectives, whatever line you want to use. I don't have my thesaurus with me, and I didn't think that all the way through. Whatever adjective you'd like to put in that in that blank box, that's what we were. We were blank dot. <laughs> but most of all, our history was rewritten. We was represented with a new truth and I'm not about to pull out the Bible because that's not where I'm going the way of thinking you ever heard of something called the Willie Lynch Project it was something I stumbled across as a teenager long story short I'm not going to read it it's long it's a very long 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 story but if you are interested then look it up the Willie Lynch Project there was an old guy named Willie Lynch he was like a master slave owner. He came up with like a Negro handbook, like it was like a, a guidebook, like this is what you do. And um, he was like a motivational speaker, so to speak. And people, they had a big uh, convention where he came and everybody got their money together, all the slave owners. He had a big old concert and um, they all showed up and he gave them the handbook like listen he didn't it wasn't a book he told them what it was like look here long description of how to rule your negro slave but as it breaks down it starts with things like take the good male slave they never had names it was males it was cattle so it was a male slave, take the strong male slave, breed him with the strongest male woman that you got. Separate him from that one, like basically, repeat, 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 like take him, spread him around, get his uh, his good uh, orange juice and, you know, sprinkle it around or whatever. And then they told him to separate the dark ones from the light ones. Just... It's, it's, it was just a tool built to build envy. The the separating of the male from his kids, it was something mentally that was instilled in him to believe that he didn't have to take care of his kids because he had all these kids, but he got sold off. So he did his duty, which was to procreate and pass along the male in the slavery years. He never had to actually be a father. And even the few that were fathers, were torn so the pain of their own children hurt to kill them 
or they died with that pain because they lost their children as young. They built more, but whatever. So the, the, the average male in that time, black male, he either didn't have to father his children or he was in pain from not being able to father his children. Hmm. That's how the story was written from the 1800s, I believe it was. I'm not 100%. I didn't pull out notes and dots. Please don't uh, judge me. This is something I've known for years. I'm going off a dome. But anywho, this was something that was instilled in us as black people. I'm just going to leave it with those two instances. We're going to talk about the fact that he was spread, the black male was spread around like cattle, or I guess he would be, I wouldn't use him, he was used as cattle because he was an animal as far as we was, they were concerned for procreating, but he was more like pollinated. He was something like a bee that had to go around and pollinate all the rest of the flowers. That's what he was. And he was used to procreate with others and he was either forced to be in pain from not have his kids or not have to take care of his kids. That situation turns into the average black male now. The pain of not having his kids or just not even dealing with them. And it's been, it's, it's just something that's been passed down over the years. A lot of men They've been in pain from their own father not taking care of them. And yeah, and still they can't build the courage or the, I'm not sure what adjective word I would use to describe that a male might need to push forward. Strength or pride or whatever, motivation whatever to want to be a the, the man that their father couldn't be I've heard about it but I've seen it a lot less than I've heard it I do a lot I hear a lot about what people wish should and could they would have wanted to do but what I see be something else I see a lot of uh, excuses and feminism when it comes down to what a man thinks a man should be but that goes back to the male being raised by his mother a male being raised by a single mother is a male being raised to be soft a male being raised to be a male being raised by this advised I wouldn't say raised by but they are seeking advice from the streets. Someone on the outside, someone outside of their house, they are seeking outside guidance from blank person because we're not sure who that person is. If they qualify as a positive influence or if their information is even needed. That's the average black male, if he's lucky, because they, they do need guidance if they was raised by their mom. If he's lucky, it would be an uncle, a male figure that the mom has picked or decided 
or maybe the young man is somebody that's inspirational or enlightened enough to come across some people that really care for him and is willing to invest in his success because that's what a father is needed to do willing to care for them and invest in child success a lot of people didn't know that but some men believe if they pay their money they did their support because that's what they heard their mother complain to their father about you didn't pay your support so they aspired that's probably the adjective word I could have been using they aspired to want to do better than their dad because the dad didn't pay support so their aspiration was if I paid my support I did my job they never learned the part where there was Saturday pickups basketball games haircuts fishing library visits they didn't account for those parts because they didn't know those parts because their dad didn't do it for them they were disappointed on Saturday because their dad told them every time they seen him on Wednesday on the avenue talking to his friends or whatever the case may be depending on where your dad worked he might work somewhere that you see him and he'll say yeah I'm going to come by this Saturday to come pick you up but he never does he disappoints well, you have grown that and you've learned to inflict that on your own children. But we as parents, I can't say as men, I'm not a man. <clears throat> Let me go ahead and say that. I am Virgo Vaughn. Female, the virgin Virgo. I didn't do that. Um, Yeah, I'm not a man. I believe as a black man. Well, let me stop. I can't even say what a black man should do. In my opinion, you should want to do more as a father than your father did for you. In my opinion, you should want to do more as a father than your mother. <clears throat> Where my mother come from? She must be talking about me. Than your father did for you. You should want to. But that's just my opinion from what I've seen and heard along the years but women participate too I'm just going to put that out there because my, my fan base is female and I have mostly ladies and they're like screaming jumping up and down like what we're not talking about you we're talking about the fact that women participate in this downfall of the male figure this downfall of what what the black male has become and that has a lot to do with what the female has become but we're not talking about the females today ladies I'll get back to y'all Y'all need a whole lot of time. We talking about the men. There's so much more that could come from fatherhood. Everyone knows any when you're trying to build something, the foundation means everything. If you're not built on a 
straight foundation. You're going to have mudslides, tilting. Things are going to be crooked and off balance. got to start with the foundation. You can build on top of a hill. As long as the foundation is straight, everything will level right out. But if you just have everything just thrown together with a shimmied or rigged up or linked up or just hitched and hot, cotched up, put a little duct tape on it, drive a nail in it or a screw here there, that's not going to cut it. Just coming by every now and again, that's not going to cut it. Pulling up on the kids when you get a chance, that's not going to cut it. You got to do more for your son than someone did for you. And even if you didn't have kids, as a black man, I would assume that you would want to give to some other child. But if you don't, I want to stay. I do understand why you may not have the love in your heart that you need. Let me just say that. I understand why a black man doesn't have the love in his heart that he needs. And that goes to the black woman wasn't taught to properly love. And that has a lot to do with how the black male acts, reacts, and counteracts. That has a lot to do with how the black male acts, reacts, and counteracts. Let's just take a second. Yeah. And I don't want to point no fingers at nobody. I don't want to make fun of the situation. I want to turn the light on the situation. So at some point, we can notice that we have roaches. Stop acting like you're cute. Posting all these pics and doing all this stuff. We have roaches. And before we start celebrating and acting like everything is all good, we need to clean up our house, clean up our life, clear out our situation before we decide we're going to have company, before we decide that we want to procreate, before we decide we want to bring somebody else into this world. Because you are your own temple and what you got going on. And I believe that a lot of black people don't take the time to work on their pain. There's a lot of pain within black people. The pain comes through your bloodline, in my opinion. Some families have been oppressed their whole life. They thought they was cursed. I do a lot of reading. It's not impossible. Everything is possible. I remember in high school I wrote this story called Everything is Possible. <laughs> it is. Even the impossible is possible. You just haven't figured it out yet. There's so many things that's possible.
We just haven't figured it out yet. I believe there was another subject that I mentioned at the beginning when I was talking about problems within the black situation with Willie Lynch. The other situation that he talked about was to separate the black male, the black darker people from the lighter people. Kind of like the divide we have right now. Well, not right now, because all black is black is so beautiful. I am so grateful that black became beautiful. I had two daughters. One was light and the other one was dark. Okay, I got color palette. But anyway, they used to fight, obviously. The darker, the lighter one, light, light skin was in at the time. She was more popular and the dark skin one always would fight. Fight with her sister because she felt less than. And because at the time I knew that everyone would approach or congratulate or celebrate the lighter one, I would redirect my attention to the darker one, which is terrible because it tormented my kids at the end. I just want to admit that, but we laugh about it now. I used to, um, yeah, redirect the darker one and let her know that black was beautiful. And one day she was going to be a black, beautiful queen, princess, you know, that kind of stuff. You were going to shine bright like a diamond, blah, blah, blah. They just can't see you right now, blah, blah, blah. And lo and behold, that was the truth when I was telling her that because somewhere along the line, black became beautiful. And she just woke up one day and was like a black goddess. And when I seen the picture, I was just looking at it like, oh, my. It was like an, it was like an awakening, like, oh, my. I think it was like her 21st birthday and she just like shot out like, oh my, I don't live with her, I'm out of state, we're in separate states, so they got the opportunity to blossom, like imagine you've grown out here and your mom can't stop you, shit, <laughs> that's how she looked like, oh my, so that old, that part of the story is over, light skin ain't in no more, <laughs> and that's what the other one told me, like damn, light skin's not in anymore. <laughs> she gonna kill me but um my kids will always be in light dark doesn't matter to me but that that particular subject ended that part of the Willie Lynch project we killed that black became beautiful and there's other parts of that that we can get back to and um I want us to get back to those I got some other parts of it I want to talk about because I just got started I just touched upon it I had to start with the La Familia I had to talk about my Haitian Zos just give examples of great family heritage great family culture great family you know talk about my Jamaicans that took me in that treated me like family you know they let me know that life is what I make it and I play that reggae music all night long and drink beer I learned that from him and um, talked about the black family for a moment and just a couple quick examples of one or two ideas that turned into hundreds of years worth of pain in our blood. I mean, we have so much more to say. I would really like for you to some engagement. I'm going to leave the comment line. There's always room for comments. 
leave me a comment. I am Virgo Vaughn, and I need to know, can you hear me? Mic check one, two, one, two. Can you hear me? That's what I'm trying to find out.